on today's episode, we're going to tell you why Xavier Worthy, wide receiver from Texas, is a perfect fit for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he helps them kill two birds with one stone next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network. And guys, happy Monday. And thank you all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our everydayers. But I got to kick this thing over to my guy, Mr. LSU, the champ himself, Keith Sanchez. You can find and follow him on Twitter at The Talent Code. Keep talking to him, baby. What up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, senior draft analyst with the Draft Network, man, in 2019. National champ with those LSU Tigers, man. But you know why we're here, right? Myself, Damian Parsons, we're here to bring you that championship-level content, 365, 24-7, each and every single day, man, revolving the NFL draft, man. Like we say, we talk college football, we talk NFL football, because how we like to say it over here is that what everything starts with the NFL draft, man. And we have this Monday morning and we're going through with our Monday morning recap, right? We're going to do draft radar, right? What prospects that we've seen over the weekend can fit with this NFL team, right? What NFL team should put this player squarely on their radar and go after them then we're doing stock up stock down right some players play well some players play not so well we're going to talk about the stock up stock down what players are trending and which direction and then like you said appearance from who coach k appearance from coach dp and we're hopping into the locker room we're giving out game balls to dp we start this thing from the very top but before we start man why don't you hit them with our title sponsor Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, brand new customers can bet $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Keith, guys, draft radar. And I said in the cold open, I said in the intro, Xavier Worthy, the speedy, the dynamic, the explosive, wide receiver for the Texas Longhorns for me, Keith. And I think he might have been in your mock draft too, but I put him in mine as well. You know, it's mock draft Monday. So mine, you know, over at the draftnetwork.com, I had mock draft duty and he's on my mock draft as well to the Philadelphia Eagles. And the reason why for me, Keith, it kills two birds with one stone. You paid Jalen Hurts, right? You paid Jalen Hurts. You paid, you, you have A.J. Brown. Devonta Smith is there, right? I think they pay, they paid Dallas Goddard, their their top tight end. Now the problem is you can't pay everybody. So is there a chance that do we think that Smitty could take a hometown discount? Potentially, he loves the team, loves his quarterback, all that stuff like that. But money talks, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Money talks. So if you they need a wide receiver three, period. Like Quez Watkins just is not the answer. They don't, you know. They don't really have a true wide receiver thing on this on this roster. So at least for another year, you put Xavier Worthy with AJ Brown with Devonta Smith, your trio, and then of course Dallas Goddard. When you go to eleven personnel with Jalen Hurts in the shotgun with with whoever's in the backfield, this offense just get much more dangerous, gets more scary and more potent. But if Devonta Smith uh, prices himself out of 
the realm of possibility of return for the Philadelphia Eagles. Then you have A.J. Brown as your number one, and Xavier Worthy still could be the number two, and his skill set matches and meshes very well with A.J. Brown. So I think adding him regardless to this offense would make them even better than what they already are. But just in case, looking down the future, looking down the road, Keith, it allows them to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, I, I so with the Philadelphia Eagles, that's what I kind of consistently go with too, right? Because obviously we feel like they'll be they'll be drafting towards the back end of the draft, right? And so you look at you know a potential need, and and you think about that wide receiver three, and it's so crazy that you know it used to be oh you just have to have a a one and a two, right? Now the way the NFL is is structured and operating, and the points are being put up on the board that you almost need three, right? You 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 really honestly need three receiving options, so. I, I think that it's a really good look for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think it's a good match. Even if they decide to pay Devontae Smith, right, you just still need a, a, a third wide receiver. And, and Xavier Worthy could potentially be the most explosive player in this entire draft. Are you talking about just easy acceleration, easy speed, right, being able to separate from the defenders vertically up the field? He does it with ease. But one thing I do like, DP, is that he's also – a good route runner, right? Like he, I'm not going to say he's great, right? But he's a really good route runner in the sense of the fact that he knows and understands how to get open. If you play this guy in off coverage, right? He's one of those guys that can snap it off right in front of your face, right? Like he, he can threaten you vertical and then snap it off, just get you to open your hips some and then snap it off and be able to uncover for the for the quarterback. So I, I, I like that pairing. Um, it would be interesting, though, DP, to kind of see if they de- decide to pay Devontae Smith or was because I wonder where his numbers are going to come in at, right, when you're talking about what is he going to want as being a former first-round pick versus what has his production been, even if that doesn't directly correlate to his talent, right, like he has to share yeah. – the football he first of all he's in a run heavy team run heavy team then he has to share the football with aj brown right so i think that's gonna be an interesting conversation to see where he comes in i don't think it's gonna be a market resetting type kind of like you know contract yeah. for Devontae smith so he may decide to go elsewhere dp elsewhere right we talk about mock drafts about i had my mock draft last monday right and one thing i consistently do is i mock a wide receiver to the New York Giants, right? I see Keon Coleman. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's Keon Coleman, Malik Neighbors, um, Marvin Harrison Jr. Obviously, they you know they keep losing enough to get up there. But DP, I'm almost to the point where I'm about to switch there. And and, and people who've been listening to this podcast a lot, they they know how I feel about Daniel Jones, right? And it's not nothing personal, right? How I feel about Daniel Jones, the quarterback, and the New York Giants. So DP, the, the New York Giants be a tankathon right now. They're sitting top five. They're sitting top five. And I decided to put on my draft radar for the New York Giants. Y'all need to be looking at J.J. McCarthy. That's what y'all need to be doing. Looking that's funny, at... Keith, because that's where I put him in my mock draft. <laughs> you did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all need to be looking at J.J. McCarthy. I had him, I think, like top 15 last week in my mock draft. But after yesterday's performance, right, and not just yesterday's performance, but when you really look at the tools of what he's had. See, the problem is with Michigan, right, we consistently said – they haven't played anybody. They haven't played anybody. They haven't played anybody. In which, you know, that's true. But as a team, they're still doing what they need to do, right? And J.J. McCarthy is doing what he needs to do. So I'm looking at it, and I'm saying this. Brian Daybob, one 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 year we think he's the greatest coach, and he's the coach of the year. Then the next year we think that, hey, he needs to be fired. And, and I think this, that we're not giving enough credence that we paid Daniel Jones, and I think his stats were something like 18 touchdowns. That wasn't even a touchdown per – no, it was less than – was it 16? I think it was 16, it was 16. touchdowns. 
Yeah, because it wasn't even a touchdown per game. And so we just need to be applauding Brian Dayball, right? That he was able to get the Giants to the playoffs with, with that at quarterback and then understand that maybe if you give him a guy that sticks 6'3", six, 6'4", six, mobile, with a big arm that can make some throws, right? Shows um, shows that he can be accurate down the field. You know who that reminds me of? Now, that's a Josh Allen-type project, right? Like, that's the project that you want, somebody that, that really has all of the tools and traits. I don't believe that when Daniel Jones came out that, he, that we seen – flashes of high level play to this extent no no daniel jones i remember reading the reading the quote that dave gettleman who's one of the worst gms in football right so I, I know exactly what he did in carolina and what he didn't do for cam newton i know what he didn't do in new york be successful and he his quote was he saw daniel jones throw one pass at the senior bowl he fell in love i said if that's the quote as the owner i fire him on the spot like if that's what it took, like for one throw, no, you gotta get about it there because you <laughs> that's GML practice. Like nothing about Daniel Jones in college, Keith, warranted being where to be drafted where he was, and nothing he did last year warranted paying him what he got paid. So they need to find a way out. And JJ McCarthy was the pick in my mock draft. That's their way out. Start JJ McCarthy and get rid of Daniel Jones. Yeah, and we'll see because they still have big time games. Obviously, they play Ohio State. They still have to play Penn State. So we'll see, mm -hmm. right? He'll he'll be better tested. We both believe that Michigan potentially the best team, most well rounded team in college football this year. But DP, there you have it, man. That wraps up the draft radar segment, right? You have Xavier Worthy, Philadelphia Eagles match, right? Then you have JJ McCarthy, New York Giants match. So teams, go ahead, put that on your draft radar, man. Check out those players, man. I promise you that's what you need on your team right now. But, DP, let's keep this thing going. Let's keep it flowing, man. Coming up next, man, we have our stock up, stock down segment. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire every single week, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So, Guys, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. New York Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson will come off a bye week and build upon his momentum with an improved Zach Wilson to have a big game against the New York Giants in Week 8. Start spreading the news in this New York versus New York battle. The Giants secondary cannot cover him and has already given up big games to Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, and Stephon Diggs. Garrett Wilson is a great talent, and the Jets are now back to using him as such, as the dominant number one wide receiver that he is. Look for him to keep coming through with his all-around game, his best all-around game yet in fantasy in 2023. Guys, Vinny I from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Guys, with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Or guys, you get your money back. So listen, the other thing is when you look at it, with these prices, you're burning more rubber instead of cash. So keep your number one ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com.
ebay.com ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers all right eligible items only exclusions apply guys the stock the stock market again every monday morning on the locked on nfl draft podcast the stock market opens and keith for me you this i think we, we felt this tight end group for 2024 nfl draft class was going to be better than what it has been right we had you know mm-hmm. some 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 Things happen with different prospects, and some things just haven't panned out. But I'm going to tell you, a guy whose stock is up for me, man, Ohio State's Cade Stover. He may have the best hands at the catch point in this class outside of Brock Bowers. I think he even rivals Brock Bowers in that realm, right? This is a former, what was he, a linebacker who converted the tight end? DN, yeah. The, the, and the, the body type looks like he, he's strong, he's physical. And listening to the you know the, the broadcast over the weekend, they, they keep everybody calls him Farmer Gronk. It's, it's kind of it's really funny. Like I was like, wait now, like what are we doing? But like the the catch point, he he, he of course he's not like that high end super, uh you know explosive athlete or anything like that. He's not the most dynamic and twitchy route runner. But he just gets the job done. He's a really good blocker. He can devastate you in the run game, move people off the line of scrimmage, right? So you think about walking a Sam linebacker up, talking about double-teaming a a, a five-tech defensive end, talking about climbing to the second level and picking off that that weak side linebacker. He can do those things, Keith. But also the ability to – that he detaches from the line of scrimmage, gets into the slot, they put him out wide, right, and run some quick stuff with him. He's good, and that strength and that frame and that power and then the the, the mentality, being a defender, you're typically the one attacking someone, right? And you see that with him at with the ball in his hands as a runner. He attacks defenders. So I really like what he's shown, and he's been good all season. He's been good all season. I think almost every game he's had uh, 50, or pl- 50 or more receiving yards. He had the big uh, Moss catch over the defender uh, this past weekend in the middle of the field, uh, you know, between the ha- between the hashes, between the numbers. And this is a good football player. Now, like I said, I mean, he's not gonna, he may not be a tight end one for teams, but I think he's going to be one of those guys that plays 10, 12 years in the league and does a lot of good things. Yeah, no, I, I'm 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 right there with you. He he's rising for me too, and it's just one of those like tough, gritty guys, right? Like that's what you're getting. Like you know what? He's just a football player, and I, I can put him on a football field, and he's gonna make something happen. You know what you're me. getting. Like, yeah, yeah, you know exactly what you're getting. And sometimes that's that like which which safe and and you know there's not a lot of room for error. That's exactly what you want sometimes, right? You get rock up there in the third round. It's like, you know what? I just want to draft a starting tight end. I could care less if he runs a 4-4-40. I could care less if he becomes an all-pro, things like that. I just want to draft a starting tight end that I know he can run these routes. He can block for me. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Sometimes Thank that's you. your it's win. Not a, it's not a bad investment. Yeah, it's not It's not a bad investment. Sometimes that's your win. But, DP, I'm, I'm, I have I have two stock-up guys. My first guy, I'm. you know what? I'm going to keep the Ohio State theme going. And that's simply Marvin Harrison Jr., right? Like, can, can we, like, I, I, in, in the stock. Company, listen, how is his stock going up, Keith? <laughs> it, it, I'm, listen, I've deposited a little bit more. You know what they say in the stock market? The good companies, you invest even more into the good companies, DP. So I'm sure. not stopping this investment right now as of now. But I'm, I'm looking at it from this perspective, DP. When I watched this game versus Penn State, the team that won was the team that had Marvin Harrison Jr. If Marvin Harrison Jr. was on the, the Penn State, they would have won, right? Like, right. It, like he was the difference maker. Oftentimes, we associate wins and losses with quarterbacks, right? And it's quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and we'd be like, you know what? That quarterback won the game, he lost the game. Like, we, we associate wins and losses with quarterbacks. But 
that was a Marvin Harrison Jr. game. Like, yeah. he, he, just give him the credit for the win, right? Because whenever there's a big-time moment, he showed up. Whenever there was a big-time play needed, he showed up. And so I wanted to say stock up because what the reason why is this, that what I saw was that he was I'm, – I'm feeling as though now he's one of those rare players like your Devontae Adams, your DeAndre Hopkins in his prime, right, that can he transcend – bad quarterback play right and you know how we talk about receivers being a dependent position but what he can do can he transcend bad quarterback play and that's when i go to like i said deandre hopkins remember when he had i like i don't even remember it was the matt shop era and, and i can't even remember who he was like seven really bad qbs yeah but he consistently put up numbers right and so i'm wondering if he if he's falling into that realm where it's like you know what larry fitzgerald in arizona Larry Fitzgerald in Arizona, right? Like, and, and those are those are special type of wide receivers because what it is is that they can win doing multiple things, right? They're not mm-hmm. so specific in usage. So that's why I wanted to put stock up for Marvin Harrison Jr. And and, and Keith, I, I, that's why I said I was like, man, how, that's why I asked. I was like, how can his stock already be, be up? It's already at the top. <laughs> but I love that breakdown because of the fact that you're right. There were a lot of inaccurate passes, even the the, the game ceiling touchdown on the on the on the mesh concept. That ball was on his back shoulder. So he turns, catches it, right? Turns, catches it, and then gets back upfield and scores a touchdown. If the ball was let, you know, mesh concept and you wide open, you're supposed to lead the receiver. Kyle McCord put it on his back shoulder like there was a defender crashing in. He's trying to keep him from a hit. I was like, Kyle, what are we doing, right? So, no, 100%, man, Marvin Harrison Jr., like, he to, to prove – especially in a day and age where people will look to scrutinize you for any and everything, right? To go out there with bad QB play and play at the level he played, that's top-tier stuff, Keith. But I want to go right quick to Texas. And, and we're we going to have this conversation later about the running back class. But this young man needs to be inserted. Jonathan Brooks, the running back from Texas. Now, a lot of people don't know he's draft eligible, Keith. He's uh, a red shirt. Exactly what I was about to ask you. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? We're going to have this conversation. I'm going to let you finish. We are going to have this conversation because if he's draft eligible, then there's a whole conversation that needs to be had. I thought that he was a second-year player. I didn't know Me he too. was draft eligible this year. I thought so, too. And then I looked, you know what I'm saying, just kind of looking at how – looking at his game and everything. And I was like, oh, let me look into this young man because I was like, there's, there's no way, man. 20 carries, 99 yards versus Texas. But not just that, Keith. Like, looking at what he's doing this year. 128 carries, 6.4 yards per, per carry, six touchdowns, 825 yards rushing. Six, he's listed at six foot, 207 to 210 pounds. He runs hard. He's, he's got explosiveness to him. I think he can catch the ball in the backfield from what I've seen. This young man can ball. And again, with this running back class, with guys being banged up, Raheem, you know, Raheem Sanders being hurt, Trayvon Henderson battling injuries, right? Like a lot, you know, Trey Benson not getting the touches that he needs. This young man could end up being RB1. Like, it's a very strong chance. DP, this is how much I, I had jumped into this guy, but I was like, I don't think he's draft eligible. I already have a comp for him. I watched him. I have a comp for him already. This, this is how far I was like, man, this dude is really good. But I was like, fire up the 2025 NFL draft class, right? I'm like, we're going to have to wait till next year to talk about this guy. And I'm going to just throw this comp out there because I know we have to transition. And I still have to talk about my other guy. Melvin Gordon, 
That's what I thought about. Mm. I, I, Melvin Gordon was somebody that popped in like my head for me when it came to uh, Jonathan Brooks for Texas. But real quick, DP, because I know you have a stock down to too. So my, my another stock up wide receiver that I have, Tez Walker, North Carolina. They lost the game, but guy, he's eligible now. He's showing up. He's showing out. This is a guy that I'm you place in the top 100, and he is quickly elevating. So Tez Walker from North Carolina, keep your eyes out. Like we said, the production is going to be there. The route running, the explosiveness, he comes from a small school. He transferred to North Carolina. He wasn't eligible at the first five, six weeks of the season. He's been eligible. He's been productive. So I'm going with Tez Walker. DP, who's your stock down player? I know you had a stock down guy. Real quick, Jordan Travis, QB from Florida State, Keith. Um, his numbers are fine. I just watch the watch the games, watch the tape, and I don't really like what I see from a NFL QB standpoint. I feel like he's a really good athlete, really twitchy, can can create off script. But when I look at him as a passer, like with the weapons he has, I, I want to feel more of that passing imprint game after game after game. And I don't see that. He doesn't seem like for, for a guy that's played a lot of football. He's not the most decisive passer. He throws a lot of YOLO balls because of the fact he does have big body receivers. I just question his like transition to the NFL. And as a pure passer, I do not see it. He to me, he just he's a more of an off script, out of, out of structure, off uh, you know, just off the cuff type of, of off the cups cuff uh type of quarterback. And um, you know, I, I'm just stalked down on him. Yeah, so our guy who we used to work on at the Draft Network, Jordan Reed of ESPN, I had a conversation with him, right? And we had a slight conversation about Jordan Travis. And this is how I explain Jordan Travis, is that the process does not match the results. The process is all over the place. The process is crazy. The process shouldn't happen, right? But the results are good. And and I I don't know where as a talent evaluator, right, that you fall with that. Is it like, but you you almost watched the film DP and you watched the all 2022 tape and you studied Jordan Travis and you like some there's something in you that tells you that he cannot do this in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. But the other side of that coin is that he does it every single week in college football for the past three years. It's looked the exact same. Mm-hmm. So I and, and and I try to talk about you know potentially is the weapons around right two years ago because I've been studying Jordan Travis for a while. It was the weapons. It was the offensive line, right? It was play calling, but all of that has changed and evolved over the past couple of years. So I can't just place it on that. I just have to say that's Jordan Travis's process. So we still have the draft season. He's a senior. So hopefully we see him in the shrine bowl or the senior bowl, right? Or we see him, we see him at the combine throwing the football so we can kind of figure that out. But I'm right there with you that I'd like, I had my light bulb moment over the summer. I was like, this process is not matching results. So but we'll continue to see, man. But I, I agree with you, DP. Like, there's a lot that needs to be figured out about Jordan Travis, the quarterback, when you kind of extrapolate the results away from him. But DP, let's keep going, man. Now, matter of fact, not DP, Coach DP. Coach DP, man, who are you giving your game ball to? So we have our game ball segment coming up next. So, man, make sure y'all stay tuned. The NFL season is here, guys. Snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, brand new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when they place a $5 bet. Let me repeat that. Brand new customers, today type of new customers, can get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed when they place a $5 bet. That's $200 back in bonus bets win or lose it does not even matter you're going to get your money back guys listen if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel first of all while you're still thinking about it go do it second of all there's no better time and place to get in on all of the action all right the app is super easy to use there's a wide range of betting options including spreads player props over unders and so much 
more. So, guys, go visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season today because FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Okay, Coach K, it's time for Coach K and Coach DP to walk into the locker room and hand out these game ball. Keith, my game ball, well, Coach K, my game ball goes to your boy from the draft radar segment, J.J. McCarthy against Michigan State. Only six incompletions, 21 of 27, 287 yards passing, four uh, passing touchdowns. And what was so impressive to me was that high-level NFL plays and throws from the pocket, on the move, the arm talent. There was one play that I even tweeted out, a clip of it, where he is like they, they ran – Michigan State ran kind of a, a TE stunt. They ran a stunt. The end loops around, and as a free runner, he's uh-huh. looking left. He works back right. He's poised. He makes that guy miss, work back up. You know, he displaced that defender, work back into that void, and deliver the dime uh, you know, right into the end zone to, uh, I think it was Roman Wilson. And just the, the arm talent, the drive throws, he was throwing absolute frozen ropes out there, man. This young man, this young man is talented. He's athletic, right? I'm going to tell you something, Keith. Yeah, that drafting him top five, that's not, that's not, that's not a bad idea for an NFL franchise because he has all the physical tools, but he also has shown the the mental processing and everything else that we look for from quarterbacks this year still got some big games left but I I gotta give him the game ball yeah I, and and I I'm I'm with the DP like I said in the, in the beginning right everybody gonna say who he's played but guess what he's doing he's supposed to do right and one thing he's doing the 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 throws right and it may just be three to four throws per game but you're seeing NFL talent from his arm right and then also he you you watch you know a bunch of stuff dealing with Michigan you watch the games you watch the interactions. The team gravitates towards him, right? So mm-hmm. he's showing that he's a leader of this of this football team, and and I just I, I really appreciate just his approach, right? Like he's taking care of the football, like you said, mechanically. There are some stuff that he can clean up, but when you look at it, it's like okay, this guy physically has everything I need in a quarterback, right? And, and you, you look at top five and you see this, right? Like it's like it's that far fetched. The problem is this that the preseason narrative is not matching right now, right? J.J. McCarthy was not a top five pick. It was all of these other quarterbacks that we can mm-hmm. see being a top five pick. But guess what? You have to give credit to what credit is due. The guy is playing really good football. He's playing really good, efficient, and effective. And you can't say that the team is just carrying him, right? Because he's making plays out there. Regardless of what you want to say, he's making plays out there. So Facts. I'm right there with you. We're giving the game ball to J.J. McCarthy because, I mean, he just has this thing rolling. And I'm I'm so excited, right, for the Penn State matchup, for the the um, the Ohio State matchup, right, to really see him kind of go out there and deal against some of these high-level Big Ten opponents. DP, my game ball, man, my game ball, I'm, I, I'm, I'm the head coach. I'm walking in. I'm giving it to every player on the team. And that is the University of Virginia. I'm giving the game ball because they were able to upset North Carolina, man. And this is a Virginia team that obviously they went through a lot of stuff last year, right? And then, you know, when when it's coming off of the heels of that, right, you, you, you really want to galvanize the team and you want to gain momentum and you will hope that, you know, it, it, it unfolds and wins, right? Like early success. And that's not something that Virginia had, right? And they had every reason to go in the tank and they, they lost some, they lost some close games. Well, not close. They started off with Tennessee DP. They lost by 30 points, right? They played James Madison, lost by one point. They played Maryland, right? Lost by 28 points. Then they went to, they played NC State DP. I watched this game. They lost a heartbreaker by three points. They played Boston College, lost another heartbreaker by three points, right? They played William & Mary. They got the win. 
but playing UNC, right? Like this is probably your Super Bowl, right? Like because this is probably gonna be the highest ranked team that you played thus far. And for them to still be motivated to go out there and play high level football, to get the upset right. And it wasn't just you you watched it, it was inspired football. And it was the offense and the defense both making plays. You're talking about going against Drake May, right? Um, you know, one of the better quarterback prospects. They could have said we have no shot in this game, right? But they came out there, they played well, and they won a football game. So I wanted to give a shout-out to University of Virginia. No, I'm glad you did, Keith, because, like you said, they played with energy. They played like they wanted to win that game, right? And Tony Elliott coached his butt off. Yep, nobody was expecting Virginia like that. No. That was that was a, a game that everybody was just kind of like chalk it up, right? Like, hey, that's that's a win for for North Carolina. And and what they did, the PSU transition away from what it means for Virginia, but real quick, what it means for North Carolina, what it means for Drake May, right? Because now, and we may have this conversation tomorrow. So y'all stay tuned. Caleb Williams, Drake May, right? Neither one of y'all looked great, right? Both of y'all, like, and then we're trying to swap out. You know, Caleb Williams as, as the generational prospect, and we're trying to replace him with Drake May. Then Drake May says, Hold on, I don't know if I want that title either. I like so we're gonna have this quarterback conversation, right? With both of the prospects, because both of them didn't necessarily play well. I'm not gonna put it all on their shoulders, right? Because it was a team situation, I think, for both teams. But yeah, definitely oh, it's gonna it's gonna open up this conversation, but for, for both quarterbacks. No, hundred percent. You know, uh Caleb Williams defense, as you kind of called it on Saturday. Completely <laughs> failed them, and UNC receivers outside of Tez Walker failed Drake, and the, yeah. the offensive line's bad. Like North Carolina being undefeated and, and ranked where they were, like I think uh, Reese Davis, the from ESPN, said he tweeted out last night, "When you're not good, or when you're not that good, a loss will find you." And that was 100. percent I think that was in re regards to North Carolina. They were not that good of a team, and we saw that last night, Keith. But man. Game ball, stock up, stock down, draft radar. You know what that is, Keith? Another action pack episode of Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Yeah, that, that's another W. That's another W for Locked On NFL Draft over here Monday mornings, man. I want to say, man, shout out to our everydayers. Thank you for tapping in with us on this Monday, man. Starting your week off with your dynamic duo, man. We're talking about Keith Sanchez, Damian Parsons. You can find me, Keith Sanchez, on Twitter at the Talent Code. You can find DP, Damian Parsons. You can find him at DP underscore NFL, man. Like we always like to say, and we say every single podcast, man. Y'all find us. Y'all tweeted us. Let's talk football man we are getting this draft season ramped up we already halfway through the nfl season over halfway through the college football season man everything is ramping up there are decisions to be made there are conversations to be had man so y'all tweeted us man talk to us because we like to talk back go subscribe and follow for free on youtube wherever you listen to podcasts get the latest episode as soon as it is available thank y'all for making locked on nfl draft your first listen today and every day shout out to you guys for being our every dayers Y'all talk to us because we do talk back. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.